Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And now, 106.3 WORD proudly presents Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Custom car and hot rod enthusiasts together for a weekly chat. Here are your hosts, Rob Pitts and Odd Rod, live and local on 1063 WORD. All right, guys, I want to welcome everybody to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. I'm Rob Pitts. Odd Rod, what are we talking about today? Well, we got a lot of things to talk about, Rob. Uh, we're going to talk about what we've done this past weekend, for starters. I'll tell you what, guys. We were busy this weekend. We were really busy this weekend. Start off, we were in Spartanburg. We were in Spartanburg. But we're also going to be talking about what we're going to be doing for the rest of the weekends for the rest of the year. You're killing me, guy. Why? Every weekend. Every weekend. Every weekend. Never get a break. I don't see why not. There goes the dating life. <laughs> it wasn't that great anyhow. Point. Uh, and we're going to discuss uh, Barrett Jackson. We also got a special calling guest in regards to Barrett Jackson. We've got a very special calling guest, guys. You definitely want to stay tuned for that, guys. Odd Rod. So tell us about Spartanburg. What were we, what were we doing in Sparkle City this well, weekend? Uh, Saturday, we happened to be at the Marriott in downtown Spartanburg for the uh, annual uh, model car show. Hosted well, the, by the SMA. The SMA. I mean, this is something, guys. You know, when we say model car show, I know a lot of people will be like, it's a model car show. These guys take this stuff to the next level. This is like SEMA in scale. It is. This is the SEMA show for these guys. And, I mean, you got to think about with, with the scale model hobby and all that stuff. I mean, you've got from 8-year-olds to 80-year-olds. They are competing. Yeah, it's, a, it's actually a very fierce competition. And uh, you guys might remember, if you listen a few weeks back, we had uh, the SEMA, which is the South Carolina Model Association, the president on, Chuck Cox. He was a, he was a phone-in guest and discussed this. Um, it's a very great show, and like Rob said, man, very competitive. Well, extremely competitive. you got to think about it. Some of these scale models, they're so detailed. I mean, these guys spend months, even years, building a model car. Yeah, I actually put one together in a week for the show. Did you win? No. <laughs> like I said, some people put months and years into these things. Yeah, I mean, they do. I've I've built some that way. I mean, I think the shortest time on a serious build I've ever had is like three or four months involved. I mean, wiring the cars. I mean, people actually put fuel lines and brake lines. And I mean, I've seen where they made the gauges look. They even would work in the yeah. car. Oh, yeah. I mean, no details left unturned. And then you got people who, are, you know, make them rusted. And I mean, have you ever tried to rust plastic? It's very tricky, I bet. <laughs> it's a little tricky. It does involve salt, though. <laughs> That's very, very tricky. Actually, uh, tell us about what you built. It was a Blues, Brother inspi- Blues Brothers-inspired yeah, I actually, uh, and I'll post some pictures of it up on uh, on our Facebook page and everything, but um, it was actually, like uh, Rob said, a Blues Brother-inspired car. But the, for those who know, the Blues Brothers actually had a Dodge Monaco. Um, and I had I had a Monaco lying around, but I wanted a two-door car, so like a, a NARC car for police officers. Um, so I took a, uh, a 76 Caprice and uh, ratted it out and put some, uh, put some badges on the doors and Rocked it out. That's what I'm screaming. It did turn out cool. I mean, like, they even have police car classes at the model show. Well, that, that was actually a special class for this show. Um, it was a police car class. And, like, next year, um, 
the special uh, special builds will be involving the General Lee. Uh, you got to start with an MPC kit of the 69 Dodge Charger. Uh, you do not necessarily have to build a General Lee, but it... You have to start from the same kit. You have to start from the same kit, exactly. Yeah, another really cool thing about this show, and he's a real dear friend of mine, Ricky Couch. He passed away a few years back, and this is a memorial show for him. Ricky Couch was probably one of the top builders in the area, maybe the nation at the time. Yeah, and it's really cool. I, I never personally got to meet Ricky. Um, I've been told that I kind of model a little bit after him as far as my Ricky, builds. Ricky was that guy. You remind me a lot of Ricky Couch in, in a lot of ways, but, I mean, you know, he, you're both talented modelers and all that stuff, but Ricky was just that guy that, that you couldn't be mad at. He, well, not only that, he was the original Odd Rod, I believe. Yeah, he is. I, you know what? I guess he is the Odd Rod. I remember probably one of my last memories of him. We were at a cruise in, and he had a Nash, like a Rambler, like the small, like a 59, 58 Rambler, and uh, four-cylinder, slammed down on some big wheels. I mean, he was he was that guy, the, the, like the Odd Rod. So in a lot of ways, you do remind me of Ricky. You know, it's really cool, too, at the shows that – his wife usually attends the shows, and that's awesome. But they usually always bring out some of his models that he's built over the years. Or, and like this year, they built uh, brought a model that he was working on when he actually passed away. And it's really awesome to see stuff like that because the level of detail this man put into his work is just unbelievable. And I told Chuck, the uh, president of the SMA, I told him, I said, next year I'm coming for the Ricky Couch Award. I'm telling you, what you need to start working out sounds like to me. Yeah, I mean, you you definitely want to start this year for that the next year build it because this is going to take it, and uh, I think I already have my model picked out for that. But uh, guys, I mean, you need to hop on Facebook and check out the SMA. You know, I, I encourage anybody who's into uh, modeling or looking for a hobby for the family to get. Well, in, I mean, and it's something with. great to even get your kids involved with. Yeah, it's a family affair, and you know, like we talked, we've talked about modeling before on the show. Um, what kind of modeling are you talking about? Well, the runway, of course. That's how we roll. But, <laughs> no, I mean, we've talked about scale modeling, you know, in slot cars before. And I think, you know, it's a budgeted way to have a good time in this car hobby. Well, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, not everybody has the budget to build that thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 show car. But you know what? You could build that thirty, forty dollars $40 model car and put you know, the same pride and the same detail into that and compete at these model car shows like the SCMA has. And, you know, Chuck Cox, and they do, they run a great show. I mean, it's a really nice event. They had it at the Marriott in Spartanburg. This is a classy place. I mean, this was top-notch all the way around. Yeah, and then not to mention the vendors there. I bought some several uh, models there uh, from the vendors because you got vendors that come all over the southeast to sell. Well, that's it. I mean, you know, from vintage kits and things like that, they even had guys there selling model car parts, you know, like, you know, custom-made wheels, decal kits, all kinds of great stuff. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. You know, and if you want to learn more about the SCMA, I highly recommend you jump on 1063WORD.com and check out some of our past podcasts on there. And I'll put up links to all that. Um, and, you know, just check them out, see what they're about, and uh, get with them. Uh, find them on Facebook, like them. Uh, and, and talk to them. I think you know, we also got pictures from the show on Hot Rods and Happy Hours Facebook page. Yeah, I, I was uh, going around taking as many pictures as I could, and they are uploaded on the site. And I'll I'll refresh those links as well. That's awesome. That's awesome, guys. I tell you what. And then we got Sunday. Sunday was good. Also, uh, Sunday was a busy day um, as we strolled over to beautiful Greenville, South Carolina, to the TD Convention Center for the annual Motor Trend Show. I tell you what, this show's kind of neat. You know, I think a lot of people kind of give it a bad rap because they think it's just, well, I can go down the motor mile and see this. There's a lot of cars there that you're not going to see on the motor mile for a long time. They actually had 
several models of very new things that won't even be released till like next year. So that's kind of cool to check that. And of course, they had a lot of the models that are available now still. I remember actually uh, my senior year of high school. Tell how young I am. So it was like two years ago. Yeah, two thousand eight. Um, Child. Actually, <laughs> January two thousand eight. Actually, getting to go to the show, um, seeing the uh, Camaro, the new Camaro, which was the 2010 Camaro that was released in April of 2009. Um, but getting to see it a year in advance, I thought that was pretty cool. I've seen the 93Z28 come out. Well, you know, you are old, so. <laughs> Boom. All right. But, I mean, and there's a lot of neat things there. It's not just the new cars. I mean, that's, that's that's a lot to look at in itself. But then you got a lot of the car clubs that are there. I like, We had the Mustang Club and the well, Jag Club. The, the Foothills uh, Mustang Club was there. The South Carolina 5th and 6th Gen Camaro Club. Uh, the Ridge Runner Corvette Club was there. Upstate Minis. And, yeah, the Carolina Jaguar Club. I tell you what, speaking of Ridge Runner Corvette Club, while we were talking about it, there was a gorgeous 1963 Corvette silver split window, black leather guts, Fuely 360 horse four speed car. Yeah, abs- this this car. Let me explain. If you're wanting, uh, if you go down the checklist and you said I want something that's going to be worth money, they checked every box for that. Well, I want to tell you something. That car right there is like apple pie. I mean, that's America. I mean, like bald eagles. I mean, this thing is just intensity in ten cities, man. I love it. Yeah, it's definitely this thing is America. It's is America. Well, I mean, it is America. It's I mean, like, it's like kissing a bald eagle in a Walmart parking lot. <laughs> That's America. <laughs> in a wife beater. <laughs> in a third-gen Camaro. <laughs> Killing me. <laughs> no, I mean, it is a great show, though. It really is. It, it allows you to get hands-on with the new cars coming out. You know, sit in them, uh, feel them, see if you like them. Um, you know, so it's, it's a really great show. Um, yeah, I'll tell you one car that I liked, Rob, uh, seeing up there is the uh, Dodge Ram. The power wagon, really? The, the power wagon. Those are cool, and I like that. I, I mean, I think out of the show, out of the new cars, I think Dodge has some really good looking vehicles coming out. I Do- mean, like some. Just, they've always had the real. They've been edgier than most you Ford know, or General Motors, and they were like that SEMA. You know, they throw. They're not scared to throw power at a new car. Everything they have is a muscle car, and and they bring the looks. I mean, I think the fit and, fit and finish is off a little bit on them. But all in all, Dodge brings it. Oh, Dodge brings a great-looking vehicle. And they've got some fast ones, too, with all the Hellcats and stuff coming out. Um, and, uh, and a marketing genius, Hemi. When they brought that back, that name, that thing got a Hemi? I mean, literally has sold millions of cars. Yeah, Dodge. I, the name Hemi has sold more V6 Challengers than anything in the world. Yes, absolutely. I mean, the Dodge has done it. Um, you know, but, I mean, there's a lot at this show. Tommy Pike was there, and I, I enjoy seeing what Tommy Pike brings out every year. I tell you what, I love local stuff. I mean, you know, I'm really big about, you know, things in the area, talking about stuff like that. And he's a car guy that really turns out some great-looking stuff. Tommy Pike, if you don't know him, he's, his shop's over on Rutherford Road, Tommy Pike Customs. Tommy Pike, I've known that guy for years. I mean, I knew when he started out. And now this guy, I mean, he's working with Quaker State. He's a SEMA every year. And he built some great stuff. I mean, he had an 86 C10 or, or 80 C10, I'm assuming Yeah, late, late 80s. And, you know, it was LS-powered, all wheelwood disc brakes, sitting down right. It was a great-looking truck, just slick black. I would, tell, out. I would tell you what, if I could walk into the TD Convention Center and money wasn't an object, you said you can pick any car in there to take home, that would have been the car I took home. <laughs> the 63 vet would be coming home with me, so I would have no problem with that. <laughs> I'd take the truck all day. But, I mean, that's the beauty of it, is to be able to see all this, see what, you know, local people are doing, see, you know, and I think it highlights the upstate as far as with the car clubs being there, you know, 
it showcases new cars, but it also showcases the upstate's best in classics. Well, that's cool, too. And I'll tell you something about the car club culture. And we're going to have a show, actually, on this subject here before too awful long. But people get to see these clubs. I mean, these guys come out in force, and they just see small pieces of the clubs. So it's kind of neat for everybody to kind of get an example of what the car community's like here in the upstate. Yes, sir. All right, guys, I need you to stay tuned. Coming up next, we're going to be talking about our show season coming up for 2017 on all the things we got planned for you guys um, here locally and afar off. Uh, we got a lot going on. So stay tuned. Hot Rods and Happy Hour here on 106.3 WORD. Nitro for your ears. Tank is full on Hot Rods and Happy Hour with Rob Pitts and Odd Rod. On 106.3 WORD. Get boy. Grab your radio and hold on. This is where speed and horsepower rules. Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Live and local with Rob and Odd Rod on 106.3 WORD. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Odd Rod. Yes, sir. We're talking about Hot Rods and Happy Hour 2017 and some of these shows we're doing in the spring and summer. 2017 is going to be big, and I love it. Uh, kicking off, we're going to have our cruise in on March uh, 19th, and that's going to start our year. That's going to start our year. And keep in mind, we have these the third Sunday of every month, and they are really fun. And this is how Hot Rods and Happy Hour got its start. And, you know, and it's not like your normal cruise in. Like I tell a lot of people, it's like cars and a certain caffeinated warm breakfast beverage that you would drink, and but a little cooler. That sounds a lot like coffee. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying it. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just Take saying. it as you want. It could be hot chocolate. Could be. Could be. Doubtful, but it could be. All right, so fast forward to April. April uh, 16th, again, is our cruise in, but April 23rd, or well, 22nd, that whole weekend, we're going to be gone. We're out of town. We're out of town. We're traveling to North Carolina. Beautiful Maggie Valley. Beautiful Maggie Valley, North Carolina. That's for the Southeast Mini Trucking Nationals. We're actually hosting this event for the first time this year. I love my mini truckers. I'm going to tell you something. I mean, I mean, you know, I'll be honest with you. Praise the Lord, kids. I mean, I'm, I was that guy, you know, with the lowriders and all that stuff. I love mini truck shows. I mean, these are so much fun. Well, who hasn't owned a D21 that's been, like, hacked up and slammed to the ground? I have. Well, yeah, I mean, anybody cool has owned one. I'm, I'm going to tell you something about a Caddy D21 wheels. hard body. Oh, well, you know, I had billets on mine, but I was a little classy. <laughs> I went to Wade Hampton, so I had to be classy with mine. But, yeah, I mean, and the Southeast Mini Truck Nationals, even if you don't have a mini truck, it's worth the go. It's awesome. I mean, mini so, truckers know how to party. I actually, think we just cut to the chase. Well, yeah, there is a lot of uh, adult beverages. Uh, you know, the happy hour is uh, fulfilled there. Fulfilled. Those guys have a lot of fun, a lot of fun. It's a great show. Like I said, definitely want to check that out in and, Maggie Valley. And here's the best part. Friday night, or I'm sorry, Saturday night, uh, the police in Maggie Valley allow everybody. They have police? Well, like, I think two. But it's still cool. They but all two of them. But all two of them, they allow everybody to drag the blocks on their trucks down the street and throw up a spark show. It is awesome. That's great. Cruising the strip through Maggie Valley. Cruising the strip, throwing sparks, doing burnouts. All kinds of legal junk is totally legal because, let's face it, who goes to Maggie Valley? Hey, got to love it, guys. That's definitely a good one. Check it out. Where are we headed next? Next week, uh, following that, when we come back, 29th, Carolina Motor Fest at Greenville Pickens Speedway. All right, guys. I will tell you something. This one right here is our baby with Intercom. And this show, every time, we, we did the very first one last year, and it was a great show. We had a great turnout. Just straight out of the gate, we came in strong. This year, it's going to be bigger and badder. I mean, at the Greenville Pickens Speedway, we've got so many big things planned for this show. Yeah, and we're working on playing more, so there will be many, many details, and I'm sure you'll get tired of hearing commercials about this one. 
Oh, yeah. It's going to be a big one. This is one you definitely do not want to miss. We're talking about swap meets, live auctions. We're going to have the best car show around right at the Greenville Pick and Speedway. Fast forward to May. May 6th, Berea High School Car Show at Quaker Steak here in Greenville, right around the corner from the studio. Yeah. Around uh, Chrome, right, Chrome Drive. That's going to be a fun show. I love shows like this to help a good cause. It's helping the Berea Bulldogs out. And, uh, you know, some of them, I went to Berea for a little while, so I don't mind helping out the Bulldog guys. They're kind of cool. And uh, they always have a really great show, great turnout. Of course, Quaker Steak is an awesome place to eat and have a car show. So that's going to be a real fun one. So we got some open slots in July, um, which I'm thinking about going on the Hot Rod Power Tour during that month myself. Well, you can go on the Hot Rod Power Tour, but I know at the end of that month we'll be in Anderson for the Gathering Show. Actually, uh, that's the end of July. Yeah, the end of July. Oh, I, yeah, I did say July. Ah, we're good with that. End of July. Yes, sir, we will be at the Gathering in uh, Anderson, South Carolina. That's right, down at the Anderson Civic Center, which is another wonderful place to have a car show. And this, another mini truck show. It's another mini truck show, and it's actually a lot of fun. We hosted this show last year. It's a cool event that have an indoor and an outdoor show going at the same time. They have vendors there. Super good time. Super good time. Who's the guy that does the pinstrap and it's got the old F1 panel? Uh, that would be a gentleman by the name of... Jerry Dow. Jerry Dow. Jerry Dow. That's Jerry his Dow. name. Yeah, I, you look like he's about to blow a fuse there for a I second. <laughs> old Jerry Dow. He'll be there, I'm sure, doing some awesome, awesome pinstrap work on the scene. Some of the best mini trucks you'll ever see will be down in Anderson that weekend. That's definitely a fun event. It's a two-day show. Yes, sir. And you got Drop Em Wear there with uh, merchandise set up for sale. Everybody knows them. Um, you know, all kinds of great vendors. Like you said, I mean, that's just a great show. Uh, Kent Williams does a heck of a job putting that one on. Kent Williams knocks it out of the park for the gathering yes, every sir. year. Yes, sir. Uh, we're going to fast forward into September, another highlighted show, a new one we picked up that I love dearly, Bacon Labor Day. The Bacon Labor Day is always a fun show. They have this show on Labor Day Monday. That show's great. I mean, they got... You know, it actually goes all weekend long, but the car shows that Monday. But they have you know fair rides there. They have vendors everywhere. Great show right here in Simpsonville, South Carolina. And the best part is bacon. Bacon everything. Later in September, September 30th, Carolina Motor Fest back at Greenville Pickin' Speedway again. That's right. Two times in one year we'll be back at the Greenville Pickin' Speedway. All right. Fast forward into uh, October. October 28th, SEMA in Las Vegas. We've talked about that enough. We'll cover it then. Then we're going to fast forward to November 11th, the Southern Super Heavy Shootouts down at Commerce Dragway. That's a very good one to catch, too, guys, right there in Commerce, Georgia. And then fast forward December 2nd, we're going to be back out at Hawks Motorsports for the second annual Cruise In for Christmas, Toys for Tots benefit. That's always a fun show to catch, and it's for a great cause. Guys, you're listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour, 106.3 WORD. This is Hot Rods at Happy Hour. Hit our Facebook and Instagram links at 106.3 WORD.com. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Rob, while we are uh, recapping and covering things and talking about what we got going on this year and, you know, all the stuff we've done so far, let's talk about something that just happened, Barrett-Jackson. The Barrett-Jackson auction. I'll tell you what, I know every car guy in town was glued to the screen this week. Yeah, live from Scottsdale, Arizona, this is the Super Bowl. 37 hours of live coverage coverage (laughs) on Velocity Discovery. This is what's crazy. I mean, literally, I've watched more television this week than I usually watch in a year. I'm with you. I, I I don't hardly watch TV, and my eyes have been glued every night getting home from work. I mean, I want to tell you something. It's just like I'm in a trance. As soon as that comes on, you hear that auctioneer, it's over with. Oh, I love looking at junk I can't afford. <laughs> well, I mean, it's kind of like window shopping from your couch. 
<laughs> yeah, lazy window shopping. Uh, but you know, Barry Jackson's awesome. It's it's more than an auction. Well, it's a production, man. I mean, this is. I mean, you got to think about it. I mean, it's like a well-oiled machine. There's seventeen hundred cars are going through this thing. Yeah, so basically, it's a car show, also. Well, it's a car show, and you got vendors there, and then they're <clears throat> they're not even auctioning just cars off. They're auctioning automobilia off, Petrolina, memorabilia. I mean, there's all kinds of collectors there, all types of. Things. I mean, they they auction airplanes off through that thing, boats. Yep. There is no telling, no telling, and half of it never airs on TV. But there's no telling what you'll see across that uh, auction block. Well, and I'll tell you, another really cool thing is all the parties and stuff they have that week in Scottsdale. Oh, yeah. This is like SEMA repeated, but we sell junk now. I mean, well, I mean, this is, I mean, well, you've got people there. I mean, it's a who's who at Scottsdale, at Barrett Jackson. I mean, you've got celebrities there. You have automotive world celebrities there. Then you have real world celebrities. Yeah, like this year, uh, Floyd Mayweather sold his uh, Bugatti Veyron. Oh, yeah, you had Floyd Mayweather. You had Justin Bieber there. Uh, I know I knew you got Bieber excited. Bieber. You got excited, millennials. I, for, for a disclaimer, I do not like Justin Bieber. Sure you don't. I might wear a flat bill cap. That's, that's about as far as that relationship goes. And you're the president of the fan club. <laughs> Anyhow, baby, baby. I can hear you over there now. I'm so glad that's airing. Thank God. Anyhow, you know, we've talked about SEMA, uh, SEMA many times. This is a close second to that. I mean, this is something totally different than SEMA, but it's a very large event. I mean, there's hundreds of thousands of people, hundreds of thousands of people that go through this. And, you know, it's just so much more than just an auction. And then you throw the TV coverage in there. And then, I mean, this is a big thing. It's a big production. I actually overheard that the tent they use is the second largest tent in the world. Only followed up by a tent that Disney World owns. I have no problem believing that either. I mean, oh, you think about it. I mean, have you ever housed seventeen hundred cars? <laughs> Very valid point. That's, that's a good size tent. And, and you know something cool is this. You know, not just being an auction; it's an exclusive auction. You can't just like go to the door and say, "Hey, I want to sell my car." No, no, they actually choose you. They have to approve you to be in this auction. And I mean, it's not. You know, certain days, certain, you know, earlier in the auction, your Mondays and Tuesdays, it's not, you know, the end of the world to get in. I mean, it's a big deal to be there. But if you really want those good slots, the good times, you know, you want those Thursday, Friday, Saturday primetime spots, you've got to be bringing your A game. You know, and what's cool about this is Barrett Jackson has been televised for nearly 20 years now. Well, I mean, it started out on Speed Vision. Yes, sir. That's, that's 20 years ago. Just think, oh, Rod, you were what, three? <laughs> I was seven. Seven. <laughs> seven. 20 years ago. I mean, you know, it started out on Speed Vision, and then it started out, you know, it was Speed Network, and then, I mean, then it was the Speed Channel, and then it was Fox One, and then they were on Mav TV for a while, and then they went on to Discovery and Velocity Channel. You know, and another cool thing about Barry Jackson is the uh, the things they do to raise money for various charities. Well, and the thing is, they do auctions for several charities, and they charge zero commissions on this. Every dollar goes to the charity. I mean, they do for, you know, our military. You know, they do it for lots of, you know, charities for kids. I mean, just some great causes. Yeah, exactly. Wonderful one. causes. You know, I remember uh, we were talking about this the other day, and I, I remember this very clearly uh, back when uh, Wounded Warrior Project was really big, um, I want to say it was like a Mustang or something they were auctioning off to benefit the Wounded Warrior Foundation. And I remember the car going over for well over a million dollars for sale. And the guy that bought it actually right there on the auction block gave it back to him to auction off again. Yeah, sell it again. And, I mean, that's the thing. They're raising even more money for this charity. I mean, it's not even about the car. These guys are wanting to help. 
Yeah, yeah. At this point, it's it's no longer the car because I mean, they pay stupid dollars for a car that's nowhere near worth it. But the cause is worth it. Oh yeah, all day. And then on top of it, you know, with these charities and stuff, you know, these guys. I mean, the who's who. I mean, there's some big rollers there. I mean, you got guys that are looking for cars to go in museums. You got guys looking for their personal collections. I mean, it's just things that you normally would never see. Yeah, I mean, we talk about it all the time, the kind of guys you see out there. It's either you guys who who have been looking for that dream car all their life, and they're there with their buddies, and they've had a few drinks, and they got a bank account that's beyond compare, and they don't mind dropping $800,000 on a Chevelle that they wanted. Well, I mean, you think about it, you know, you can't buy time, but you can buy that memory back. Absolutely. And, and that's what it's all about there. I mean, you can buy memories of your childhood. You know, if you're, you know, finally made it in life and you can go there and buy that 30 Duesenberg and bring her on home. I think the thing that's really neat, though, is it shows you the changing times and, you know, the millennials are coming in. You keep in mind now, you've got the millennials, that's what, 35 and back now. These, this millennial, you know, this new trend of, of guys up and coming. And now you're starting to see those 80s cars get popular. That's great. I mean, you're seeing Fox Body Mustangs. I mean, like, how many uh, Dennis uh, Collins. Collins cars? They yeah, brought had, world records. He had uh, five Fox Bodies and three SN95 cars. That, yeah, five of these cars were records, world record setters in sales. And over the week, they had 30 world record holders. Yeah, this is by far the biggest year for Barrett Jackson. It's absolutely amazing. But, you know, we were talking earlier about uh, some of the big names you see out there. It was so cool to see Steve Vignante uh, up on stage. This guy, for those who don't know, he is a walking automotive encyclopedia, and he's telling details on everybody's car that crossed the auction block. It was so awesome just to see that. I tell you, I had the opportunity to meet Stephen Yante, and he's a super cool guy. He's wide open, but this guy is so smart. He wrote a book called 1001 Muscle Car Facts. Check it out on Amazon. You yeah, can, we've actually read this book. We've actually read this book, and I mean, it's very interesting, some of the things. But when I talked to Steve and I was telling him, man, I loved your book, he said, you actually read it. He said, there's two mess-ups in this book. He said, "Give me." he gave me his personal email address, and he said, email me. He said, I want you to tell me what the two mistakes are in this book. So I know what the two mistakes are now. So anybody else that's listening out there in Radio Land that know the two mistakes in 1001 Muscle Car Facts, you send me an email. I got a Hot Rods and Happy Hour prize pack for you because you earned it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and this you're not going to turn on Google and find this. No, no. You can't Google and cheat this one, guys. Very, very few people know this. So, yeah, like Rob said, you find it. We're saying, we're hooking you up on Hot Rods and Happy Hour gear. That's what I'm saying. And then on top of it, then you got, you know, we had Dave Kendig. Dave Kendig was out there. This is his very first time out here doing the commentating. And that, that was kind of neat to get a hot rodder's perspective. You know, you got Steve Mignante, which is the muscle car guy, and you got Mike Joy, who's really big into your foreign cars. And now you have Dave Kendig, this famous, famous, famous car builder. And this guy, I mean, he spots the details that most people would normally not even see running across the auction block. Yes, sir. All right, Rob, we're running a little short on time here, but I got a question for you. Money, no object. You're walking out to Barrett Jackson, you got a pocket full of cash. What car are you going to take home? I'm going for a nice 56 Chevrolet, and there was tons of gorgeous ones that went through this week. And bringing some big money. Oh, yeah. I I got expensive taste. (laughs) All right. So for me, you know what? I'm going to steal you a little bit. I want 56 Chevy as well. Four-door wagon. You're killing me. Station wagons. What's wrong with that? The only man without kids that likes station wagons. All right. So you want me to pick a real muscle car? Pick a real car. Well, it ain't got to be a muscle car, but my choice would be a muscle car. Uh, I think I'm going with a 71 Chevelle SS, but I want I want knocked in the nose. I want a 70 front clip on it. 
So you like you like those round tail lights with them four headlights is <laughs> yes, what you sir. like. Um three ninety six big block, no other option, four speed transmission, uh black white stripes or uh silver or black stripes. John Way can be. Classic. All right, guys, coming up next we got Jack and Jennifer Weaver with Acme Chop Shop in Colorado. Tell us all about their Bear Jackson experience in that gorgeous fifty three Chevrolet they run across the block this last week. You're listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour one oh six three. W O R D Never miss Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Listen on demand. Hit the podcast link at 1063WORD.com. The discussion is always high octane. On Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Like, follow, and connect at 1063WORD.com. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. I'm Rob Pitts. Odd Rod, we got a special call-in guest. What you tell them about it? Uh, This would be Jack and Jennifer from Acme Chop Shop. In Grand Junction, Colorado. Jack, Jennifer, how are you guys doing? Thanks for calling in today. Thank you so much for having us. We are doing awesome. So tell us a little bit about the Acme Chop Shop. So Acme Chop Shop is a shop here in western Colorado, and we build custom cars, hot rods. We try to stay pre-1970, and, you know, we do it all, a little bit of everything. And we love the people we meet along the way, super passionate about the business. Um, it's fun. Yeah. Well, and we love and that's the thing, though, because I mean, building cars, and I mean, I've been I've been in this industry all my life, but building cars is an art form. And you guys, I mean, you guys turn out some great looking work, great looking work. That '53 Chevy you guys built for Barry Jackson was absolutely gorgeous. I mean, Odd Rod's like licking his phone screen right now, looking at it. <laughs> awesome, thank you. It is. It's definitely. I sometimes we feel like it's a dying art form. You know, in a lot of ways. <sighs> It hurts me a little bit with a hobby because you see so many people coming in with the late model cars now, and it, we're in a bolt-on culture. And yeah. it tickles me when people buy these projects and they think, "Oh yeah, I got this kit that we can just bolt this on." Nothing bolts on a hot rod. No, I mean, it may say that, and it may potentially bolt onto it, but you're going to have to fabricate it till you get to that point. Rob, I can't tell you how many people a day, a week, that come into my shop and they want to work for us and they want to build hot rods with their collision guys. And that's exactly what they do. They bolt parts on and they, you know, it's a day turnaround, a two-day turnaround. And they can just bring me these amazing resumes. And I look at them and I won't even accept a resume. To this day, Jack and I, we absolutely refuse to accept a resume. Anybody can make themselves sound great on paper, but in this industry, you got to show me what you got. That's right. Yeah. How do you think I got this job on the radio? Yeah. Yeah. You better bring it. And but a lot of people can't, unfortunately. It's such an art form. It is an art form in a lot of ways. And I think, in you know, they've got WyoTech and they got several schools. National Wild Diesel College even has a street rod program. And, and that's, that helps. But I think a lot of it is just that time out in the garage, you know, where, you know, the father and the son and, you know, Chip Foos and Sam Foos, his dad. Those days, you just don't see them like you used to. No, and that's why I feel like, unfortunately, this is such a dying art form. And, you know, people that don't have dad or grandpa, they don't know what they're doing. And we, we've turned away so many people. It's like, we'll give you a couple of days. You better show us what you, can, what you got. Everybody wants in this industry, but do you have it? Does oh. it come to you? You know, can you go out there and refabricate? Have this car for me? No, most people cannot, unfortunately. All right, and on, on that topic, uh, I, I want to ask the '53. I'm sitting here looking at it on my phone. Actually, you guys did an outstanding job on this car. I mean, it was absolutely beautiful. I watched it go across the block at Barrett Jackson. I heard a little bit about it, but if you don't mind, tell us the details on this car. Thank you. Yeah, it's a well, it's a '53 Chevy uh, 210 two door sedan. 
and we chopped it four inches in the front, six in the rear. Um, put the coop back window in it, uh, which is is a, a little bit different to to give it that nice look. And uh, it's got airbags and LS1 engine with a turbocharger, six speed transmission. It's a pretty sweet car. Um, it just turns head everywhere it go, everywhere it goes. You know, we probably have, you know, we say over 1,500 hours. It's probably closer to about 2,000 hours into this car, restoring it, you know, complete frame-off restoration. And this was Jack's vision. You know, this is his favorite body style, his favorite type of car. And this was, like, his thought on paper. It was it was awesome to see it come all the way through fruitation. Yeah, and, and like they said on Barrett-Jackson, it's so cool to see you guys took a 210 car that – virtually in his day was worthless and you guys probably built the uh, most valuable one around yeah it was definitely uh back in the day it was uh, the you know i don't know if you'd call it a poor man's car or not i, I i'm not too uh current on what prices were back then but it was definitely a plain janer well chevrolet and, was built for economy i mean that was that was the whole thing back in the 50s especially in you know the early 50s that was all about economy mm-hmm. and I just, I've always liked their body, body lines and the way they flow. And I, I love them when they're chopped and even when they're not chopped, you can make them look good. But I just, uh, really, uh, you know, wanted to put something out there that made people say, wow. Well, I think you yeah. guys definitely nailed that. Oh, for sure. For sure. Thank you. And, you know, finding out that it was the highest selling car at Barrett for that class was pretty awesome. That was a huge honor, a huge accomplishment for us. And, you know, we just want to, we want people to know that we're here. You know, we do a lot of client cars a year. That was a car of our own. And we're like, you know what, let's take this opportunity and let people know that we're out there. And, and again, I think you guys nailed that as well. So tell us a little bit about your uh, Barrett-Jackson experience. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Rob and I have never got to go. and It's something we desperately want to do. But you guys have been there. You guys have sold a car there. You guys have experienced it. Tell us a little bit about that. So Barrett Jackson, so Jack and I have attended as guests, not as sellers in the past. And it's a process. You actually have to apply, and you have to send pictures of your work and, you know, all sorts of details about your car. And they either accept you or they deny you. So once they accept you, they make you an offer. And what the offer is is time spots. And when you go to an auction, your time spot means everything. A, you're just super honored to be accepted by Barrett-Jackson. But if they offer you like a Monday morning 10 o'clock time spot, that's awesome. Is it extremely awesome? Eh, you know, probably not. So when we applied for Barrett, they offered us primetime Friday night, which, you know, you have to kind of play it cool. So the lady calls me with the offer. You have to accept or deny it. And when she offered us Friday night primetime, you can't get any better than that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so I had to play it cool. I'm like, you know, i got to talk to my husband. I'll have to call you back. And, of course, we're just dying with, like, wow, this is awesome. So you you were doing the happy dance when you hung the phone up. Yeah, I am totally doing the happy dance, you know, trying to play it cool. And um, so we called them back, and we accepted. And then they, you know, they they placed you where they're going to place you. Barrett was amazing. Like, we probably had the ultimate experience. They were so kind to us. Really nice guys that, that work there. For yeah. Sure. Everything from the mechanic department, um, the whole process was amazing. I have nothing but positive things to say about them. I'm looking forward to doing more work with them in the future. Who's one of the coolest people you met at Bear Jackson? The coolest people we met. You know what? I'm going to say we met some really, you know, you meet your celebrities, you meet things like that. But I'm going to say those guys that work behind the scenes, you know, not having the nine to five hours, the nine to nine, you know, making sure everything runs smooth. Those were the coolest guys. Oh, yeah. I mean, they put on a hell of an event 
And I mean, and that's something people don't understand. You know, putting on an auction is one thing. When you put on an auction like they do it, it's a whole nother level. It is. And to see those guys that, you know, like I said, they're there well beyond their eight hours, 10 hours. And they were just so amazing to work with. So, you know, the guys that kind of get lost behind the scenes were probably some of the coolest people we met. If you guys have never been there, there is so much going on between vendors and, uh, you know, people, uh, food and the way they organize uh, the auction and they set it all up for people to walk through the cars because I think there was over, what, 1,800 cars just about? There was about 1,725 cars that went across. It was their biggest um, auction ever. And they have to have all that lined up to where it all flows out of the building and then over to the auction area smoothly. And that's what I was really amazed about. They yeah. got it down to a side. Yeah, I, I, it's it's great watching this watching it on TV because that was something I noticed. You're talking about people working well past their you know dedicated hours. I watched. There's this one camera guy, and he was on stage. Anytime it was on TV, you seen him there. And I was like, man, this guy's really you know dedicated to his job. And it seems like everybody there is. Oh yeah, from the time your car gets unloaded from transport to where they park you in your spot to right up until you cross that auction block. And you're there. We were there from January 9th all the way through the 20th. And I'll tell you, they were just so kind. What can we do for you? What do you need? Um, the whole process, like I said, was amazing. And they really do put on a kick-ass event. And they're, they're behind the scenes, guys. you got to give them some credit because they are working some crazy hours to make sure you have the best experience. And we did. We really did. Well, and that's something that's really neat about it, because when you see it on television, you know, you only see that one spot, then you see a few pan-out shots, you know, where the cars are parked under the tents, or, you know, and all that, but you have the gala, well, they have that on, like, what, Thursday night or Friday night, right, the big party? The gala was actually Sunday night before, so the auction starts on Saturday the 14th, and then the gala was Sunday night the 15th, and, um, you know, that was really cool for them to put on, so anybody that's, you know, a part of Barrett gets an invitation, and that's, like, the place to be in Scottsdale that night is that gala, and they put on a, you know, a great show, had a great band, and, um, you know, and the charity work and stuff that Barrett-Jackson gives back, you, that's pretty awesome. Well, that's a th- another thing that's awesome is, is how many charities they actually help out with zero commissions on any of those cars. All that money goes directly to the charity. Yes, they do, and you don't you don't see that every day, unfortunately, but at the end of the day, Rob, the people that you meet that are passionate car people that go through there, you meet all kinds. And that's what Jack and I love about this industry is meeting people, car people. I mean, you don't get better than car people. Oh, and we say it all the time. It's like when we went to SEMA this past year, we were there. And, and just it's so funny. It's a worldwide thing. I mean, we're all the same at the end of the day. You know, we may like different types of cars or different styles right. or whatnot. But at the end of the day, we still got like, you know, oil running through our veins. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Sure. We're bummed we didn't see you at SEMA. We were there. It was awesome this year. Well, we'll definitely be back this year, so we'll definitely look for us. We'll have to grab lunch or something one day. Uh, we'd love that. All right, guys. Jack and Jennifer, thank you guys so much from the Acme Chop Shop for calling in today and telling us about your Barrett-Jackson experience and a little bit of the hot rod going on in Grand Junction, Colorado. I tell you what, guys. Be sure to check these guys out on Facebook, Acme Chop Shop. See what these guys are building. Like I said, this gorgeous 53 Chevrolet they sold last weekend. The guys, they're turning out some great work. Thank you so much for calling in, guys. Hey, thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much for having us. We definitely appreciate it. All right, guys. You're listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour here on 106.3 WORD. 
Thanks for listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Interact, share, and connect with Rob and Odd Rod. Hit the on-air button at 1063WORD.com. Scroll to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Find out more about the show. Listen on demand at Interact 24-7. Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Supercharged Auto Talk. On 1063WORD. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.